John Christopher Smith was born in 1712. His father, John Christopher Schmidt of Anspach in Franconia, after receiving a good education in the University of Halle, married a lady with a portion of 7,000 crowns and settled in his native city. He carried on a considerable branch of traffic in the woolen trade, in which he might have acquired a large fortune had he not been seduced by his passion for music. When Handel arrived at Anspach in 1716, he renewed an acquaintance which had commenced at Halle and soon became so captivated with that great master's powers that he left his wife and children in Germany and accompanied Handel to England, where he regulated the expenses of his public performance and filled the office of treasurer with great exactness and fidelity. In the fourth year of his residence in England, he sent for his wife and family, which consisted of a son and two daughters. Soon after his arrival, his son, the subject of these anecdotes, was sent to Clare's Academy in Soho Square. During this early period of his life, he too imbibed a fondness for music and gave signs of a strong propensity to that science. And as his passion increased with his years, Handel offered to become his master. Accordingly, in the thirteenth year of his age, he was taken from the academy and placed under the tuition of Handel. When Smith was about fourteen, chance threw him in the way of Dr. Samuel Clarke, author of the Sermons on the Attributes of God and of other celebrated writings, who behaved to him with the kindness of a father. He one day said to him, You follow a dangerous profession which may lead you into late hours and excesses of all kinds that will injure your constitution and corrupt your morals. Come to my house whenever you are at leisure and play with my boy. Dr. Clark's son was then about twelve years of age. Young Smith accepted this invitation with gratitude and passed many happy hours at the doctor's who was often one of the party, and would ride upon a broomstick with him and his son. That good man and excellent divine not unfrequently instructed him in the rudiments of natural and revealed religion, in a manner adapted to his capacity. In his advanced age, Mr. Smith often dwelled on the recollection of Dr. Clark's extreme condescension and good nature. He seldom mentioned, without strong emotions of gratitude, the great advantage which he derived from his exhortations and instructions, and was often heard to declare that to him, under providence, he was principally indebted for those principles of morality and firm belief in revelation which never forsook him. Under the tuition of Handel, Smith made so considerable a proficiency in music that in the eighteenth year of his age he commenced teacher and instantly obtained, through his master's recommendation and his own merit, so much employment as to enable him to maintain himself without assistance from his father. He often mentioned with conscious pride that he was never in debt but once when he borrowed ten guineas of old Shudi, and that he was not easy till he had returned the sum. His prudence, however, never degenerated into narrow parsimony. He once met with a family in the greatest distress, and though he was at that time worth but one guinea, he gave half to them. 
A gentleman, whose daughter he taught, being informed of this humane action, gave him five guineas as a mark of approbation. In this present, the poor family participated. It was Smith's good fortune to become acquainted with Dr. Arbuthnot, who behaved to him with the affection of a father and contributed by his skill and advice to the preservation of his life. At the age of 18, he had so greatly injured his health by intense application that he was declared by Dr. Mead to be in a decline. Arbuthnot was of opinion that relaxation and change of air might possibly restore him, and having a house at Highgate, invited him to pass the summer in that healthy situation. The doctor told him that he would certainly fall a victim to his application if he did not relax, and though he lent him an horse, would not suffer.